0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody and today I am with my friend Katrina.
1: Hey guys, my name is Katrina. Um, I am in Southern California and I'm classmates with Melody.
0: Today's episode is going to get juicy. We're going to dive deep into school friendships, school social culture, and everything that has to do with our average high school social life. First of all, let's talk about the general idea of school friendships. I feel like most high schoolers, their only friends are also students from their classes, right? Yeah,
1: I think, I mean, honestly, it really depends. For me, like I had a lot of siblings. So a lot of my friends were older than me or younger than me. I kind of had a sibling in like every grade. So it was almost like For me personally, I know a lot of people don't have this luxury, but like I was under the, like I had a very big family like surrounding at school, but I do know that a lot of the closest friendships I had were with people in my classrooms or people that I were previously friends with in like middle school and that kind of just transferred over to high school.
0: Yeah. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention Katrina is currently a senior.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm a senior. Sorry. (laughs)
0: It's okay. Um, so yeah, we're both seniors. Uh, we've been through this for basically four years now. In freshman year, I legit thought all of my middle middle school friends were going to be my besties for life.
1: I think everyone thinks that, but once you get to high school, it's like a slap in your face because. I think in middle school, everyone has like these gigantic friend groups or I don't know. I know that I personally had like a group of not even that big, but like six friends or seven friends. And I'm like now senior year, even after the pandemic, I think I only have like two or three of the same friends from that group. And it's kind of sad to like, because either like you fall out of friendship just naturally or like there's a big fight and knowing that we're in high school, like that's kind of inevitable. So
0: yeah for real the drama and we're gonna dive deeper into this later on but like let's talk a little bit more about that like transition from middle school to high school well for me personally I think that was a huge shift just because my freshman year I came into high school like really open-minded I was like okay yeah everyone was saying that your friends won't stay stay the same but I still wanted to try to keep in touch you know but then I realized everyone's interest was changing so drastically. I got into tennis. Some people were in basketball. Others were like in academic stuff. And everyone was just doing their own thing. And at this point, we were all friends with our own little group, right? So I was friends with tennis people. Basketball people were friends with basketball people. And it, it just got harder for all of us to... Connect and like during lunch, we wouldn't sit next to each other anymore, and it just drifted away, and it was so sad, but it also happened really naturally. Um, so what about you? Well,
1: for me, what was different, I think, for my experience is I went to K through eight school before going to high school, so I was with the same group of like 80 kids ever since kindergarten. So I think by the time I went to high school, it was like Our school isn't really that big, but even then, like with 2000 more students, I remember like, oh my goodness, there's so many different people here. There's so many more activities and there's just so many more like different opinions and perspectives that everyone has. And I think a lot of people tend to stick with who they're like similar to. And I think that's just a natural thing. Like us as human beings, we kind of want to be around people that we can relate to or people that are like we're most similar to so I think slowly but surely like everyone as they started getting into their own like extracurriculars or their own like activities or even own classes you kind of like group together but honestly I think it's just a natural part of growing up I think losing friends the natural way is way better than losing friends like through a fight or like losing friends just like because of drama and I know that a lot of like my closest friends just so happen to be in like similar extracurriculars but then because of that I think that kind of like makes a certain impression on people with like oh this is like this type of person and this is like the basketball or this is the volleyball team and like it's kind of I think it's just weird how that all works out but it's like natural
0: you know (laughs) yeah no definitely like the clicks right it's, oh, the, the yeah. nerds are hanging out with each other while all the student athletes are together, and then the ASB people.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but honestly, what I've learned, like from the pandemic, like I know that the pandemic was like a horrible thing, but part of it was like a blessing in disguise, because I think number one, like you were able to find out who your true friends were, mainly because you made the effort to talk to them still, like despite being in a virtual setting, I think everyone found creative ways to communicate, whether it be like Discord or FaceTime or Zoom, like you just wanted to have that sort of connection with someone. And I also think because we were in like a distance setting, like you didn't really see who everyone else hung out with and you really Genuinely hang hung out with people because you like them. And because of the pandemic, I think I've had I have more friends that are in different things that I never thought of I would have been friends with or even like talk to. So I think that makes it like a lot more interesting because I think going back on campus, oh, I think sorry, my (laughs) headphone fell out. I think going back on campus, it really made me realize that like. I have a lot more friends in different pockets of the school rather than like a gigantic group of everyone that was exactly the same or in the same things
0: right exactly so. and I think you bring up a really interesting point too, because right now, my closest friends they're not even in high school anymore <laughs> they graduated last year, and so I'm just chilling by myself in high school they're off in college, and we were never really similar um One other girl is also in tennis, and that's how I got connected with the rest of the girls. But then, like, (laughs) we're literally all so different. There's – we all have different aesthetics, different interests. Like, we have some similarities, like, somewhat of similar humor. We laugh at the same stuff sometimes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then we, like, watch kind of the same shows sometimes. But also, like – you realize you really don't have to meet your twin in order to be best friends with them.
1: Yeah, I think honestly, like having differences in friends, like it really teaches you more about like other people in general, mainly just because like you learn to be understanding of other people's like opinions and perspectives and also like you just gain more insight on like what makes people who they are and I think honestly that makes friendships like way more exciting because you get different like perspectives on everything like I know I've had the best talks with like people who are like completely different from who I am and that's just because you're learning more about like what interests them and like what and they're learning about what interests you so that makes like life honestly more exciting because if you have a carbon copy of yourself everywhere you go, like honest, I get tired of myself and that's not even a lie.
0: Yeah, no, okay, genuine question. Would you want to be friends with yourself?
1: You know, this is actually really funny. That's a really good question. <laughs> um, I think this goes back to like every question like regarding like self-esteem <laughs> 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 um, you- <laughs> Whoa, this-, <laughs> this just got deep yeah everyone listening to this right now ask yourself that question like would you want to be friends with yourself and a lot of people say like oh your friends are who you are and I think that is not true um because like we said like your friends can be completely different from like exactly who you are and that just makes it more fun and exciting so like if I was someone else and like, I was looking at myself and they're like, oh, like, would you want to be friends? I kind of be like, <laughs> I kind of like run away. would <laughs> um, I want to be friends with myself. Now you, you got me thinking.
0: There's a Where lot of I? different ways to see this, you know, like, are you a different person who's being friends with yourself or are you yourself being friends with yourself?
1: Oh, okay. Wait, so which one are you asking? Like both?
0: Let's say both. Yeah. So if you were a different person, would you be friends with yourself?
1: if I was a different person, honestly, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like selfish or whatever. Um, I feel like I would want to be friends with myself, but like, I'm a human being. I have my flaws, but I also think I'm very understanding. So maybe I would want to be friends with myself.
0: And I'm like doubting myself. I'm like, oh, do I want to be friends? Well, now as, as yourself, would you want to be friends with someone who like has the same personality as you
1: that's a good question I actually one of my really good friends is like exactly like me but in another school but I think once you start like talking to them and getting to know them like yeah we have a lot of similarities but like us at our core like we're very different Mm -hmm. so if it was like me like a like the exact same me then I wouldn't want to be friends with myself. But I think every single person, no matter like what you're involved in or like what your beliefs are, like you can be completely similar, but there's no way you are exactly the same as one other person because you're uniquely you, you know? Wow, just got- (laughs) <laughs> it's, this is like um what's it called the hallmark picture it's like the cover of a <laughs> the,
0: the christmas card yeah
1: it's like you are uniquely you yeah no okay i know that sounded so cringy and like so cliche but it's honestly so true so yeah
0: exactly you know that happens a lot on this podcast like eventually me or my guests will say something really cliche but also like if you really think about it it's cliche for a reason like people overuse it because it's so true
1: yeah and honestly that makes a lot of sense don't cancel me because that is true (laughs) you are uniquely you per
0: yes exactly and you know um earlier you were talking about like being really different um like just having different morals and values like having a different Core, whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I think that is really interesting just because everyone kind of portrays themselves differently, but then your core values are like something that you don't really show others. So when you're making friends with people, you can either have really similar, like external um, perceptions, I guess, like people can kind of view you guys as the same because of the way you act and behave. But then when you want to be, like, closer friends with someone, it's usually less of the way they act in public, but more, like, their foundational values.
1: Yeah, and I think that's just because, like, we all define good people differently, you know? Like, what we think are, like, makes people, like, just good. Inherently, like, good. Obviously, like, not like a villain, things like that. And I think good people will find each other and you know bad people will find each other like too
0: and but lovers though
1: (laughs) but that's what I'm saying it's just like honestly like if you are a good person like you are going to find good people and I think if who you are is like you at your core someone else will like admire that and so I think that's just how you make a friend is just making sure you get to that point where you get to see each other at their core. And I know personally, I've had friendships where, like, we were really close. We were very similar. We had, like, similar thinking styles, similar personalities and similar things. But I think once we've discovered who each of us were, like, at our core, like, we didn't fit. And, you know, there's always, like, the saying, like, my mom always says, and I, like, sometimes I believe in it, sometimes I don't. But it's, like, you either grow together or you grow apart. And I think what a lot of people like need to understand in relationships, like any relationship in general, it's, you have to be able to grow like together in the sense that like you have to be able to grow next to each other. Like you don't have to grow like intertwiningly like a plant, like (laughs) you just need room to grow and be able to tolerate the person. And I think if who you are at your core is like met, like, you know, if you guys both like each other at your core, then like, it's going to be a good friendship. Because no matter what, you'll make the effort to see each other. You'll make the effort to make the friendship work. And yeah, I'm just rambling at this point.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. You were spot on. I, I completely agree with you. Because I've had really bad friendships that lasted for years. But it's never really worked, you know? Like, we have never put in any effort to see each other. We call each other friends. But were we actually friends, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but then I've also had really great friendships that you know even though we've only been friends for like a couple of months or maybe even a year we felt like we were sisters and that's mm-hmm. also where um it ties into what you said about growing together but not intertwiningly mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes like i think what a lot of people really need to realize is that like you have friends at different stages of your life and so who you are right now you might have the best friend that like completely complements you but then like maybe in two years you're a completely different person and it's just whether or not who you are then complements who they are as well and there's also like another part to it where like we said like oh you have to make the effort to talk to each other but some of the closest friends that I have like don't even go to my school and we've th- call call, talk text maybe like once a week or maybe like once a month even but when we do talk it feels like we've like we it was just yesterday when was like the last time we spoke
0: right like you guys never even
1: exactly we're We're able to pick up pick up exactly where we left off so I think it really like something that I really like to ask myself especially now as a senior is like after high school like is this friendship or relationship going to last like where do I see this after high school? And that really helps me read through my friends. Honestly, like, especially in quarantine was like, am I, am I the one making the effort? Is it like a dual effort that we're doing here? Or is it really like, once this is over, am I still going to make the time and the effort to hang out with this person? And I think if you truly like love the person and you guys are really like actual friends, you'll know that, yeah, we're friends beyond high school. And I think I've learned this because my older siblings, like once they graduated, they had these gigantic friend groups, maybe like 12 people, 20 people, like the it kids. Um, and I think once they graduated, like right now my brother has a group of maybe two or three friends. And that's when you really realize like, who are your ride or dies? Because you can say that like for lifers, you can say that all throughout high school. But once you leave, like that's the real world. And everyone's going to be in different parts of like the country or the world. And you'll realize like, like, you know, like, are, is this friendship even worth maintaining?
0: Exactly. And a lot of the times the friends you make in high school, you're just friends with them because you see them every day and mm-hmm. you you take classes with them every day. But if you didn't have that option to be with each other every day, would you guys still be friends? And that's where quarantine came in, where it kind of helped us filter through our friends and figure out who were the real ones, who were the like the the classmate kind of friends Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I I still have some friends now where like we only hang out at school and it's kind of like well what even is a friend at that point because I have some friends like I don't even go to school with but I hang out like once a month and it's like the best time ever so then you know it really makes you question like why are we friends like what benefit am I getting from this like what benefit are you getting from this because obviously we don't seem to like each other's company and it's only really at school where we kind of feel like we have to hang out maybe oh my goodness oh my god I'm just like realizing things about my life oh my goodness wow (laughs) maybe because we were friends from kindergarten to eighth grade we felt that going to high school we had to do that too But then once we're in high school, we're not in the same environment, we're going to be in different schools. So it's kind of like, are we still going to be making the effort? Or is it just like, we're hanging out because of the setting that we're in?
0: Mm -hmm. Like, we're just used to each other. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, you're used to each other. It, It almost feels like an obligation, right? Like, if you don't hang out with each other, it almost seems like um, something was wrong like you did something wrong or they did something wrong and other people might judge you and it's just like so many different types of factors mm-hmm. we, we tend to over complicate things a lot and I feel like friendships are also one of those things because sometimes you just you look back at the good times and you don't want to lose that but also it's hard to let go of that
1: I think yes and also, you need to have the perspective with like, you're going to grow and no matter what, like no matter what experiences you have or what memories you make, you're going to learn from it. And that's just part of life. And so I think realizing that and knowing like, you know what, I may lose that friend, this friend, and that's okay because I learned from it. You're going to learn to find like in, you're going to learn to find the traits you admired in that person and other people. Right. That makes sense. And yeah. not that that person's, like, replaceable, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to end up having amazing friends who are going to be better than the last. And it's just because you're on this journey. And you know what? If you ever question anything, just remember, you're the main character and they're your sides. And you're the side character in their main character's story. If we need to prioritize ourselves. Like, <laughs> we're main characters. It's honestly true, though. No one else should be living your life except yourself her family.
0: yes don't live for other people her
1: <laughs> yes yeah get into it
0: yes oh my gosh oh no <laughs> copyright <laughs> no no i flipped it i flipped it doja cat don't come for me <laughs> yeah.
1: i know she's like she's like i was listening to a podcast and
0: <laughs> and these girls saying my lyric spoke my lyric uh copyright <laughs>
1: Damn. Hashtag, this is how we get cancelled <gasps>
0: This is the end. Oh, my God.
1: No. I knew it was going to happen eventually.
0: I just started recording again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah. bye, guys. No more episodes.
0: This is <laughs> it. This is the end. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I was, like, remembering <laughs> what we were talking about. Um, yeah, sometimes it's also important to remember that you don't have to make friends and expect them to be your besties. It's kind of like... I don't know how to explain this. Like, some friends are just kind of distant but then you're still friendly with them you know mm-hmm. and it's also because those friends just make you a better person and you learn so much from them and they helped guide you through maybe a difficult stage in life or you know were, we're your company for school <laughs> or for work and for anything that's going on and it's hard to lose those friendships and it's even harder to forcefully make it work because none of you guys are going to be happy.
1: Yeah. And I think if you get to that point in friendship where you feel like you have to make it work or you feel like you're unhappy in any relationship in general, it's kind of like at what cost? Like, what is the point? Like, I think it, because you guys have so much history and there you feel like you have to protect it. You feel like you're kind of, like you said, like obligated to try to make the friendship work. But I think if you get to that point, it's honestly like the best possible solution is just to like drop the friend because it's going to be leaving, relieving for yourself and for the other person. And I that doesn't mean just because you're not friends doesn't mean you automatically hate each other. Yeah. I just like you can still be friendly. You can still be a good person to each other but you just don't have to hang out all the time or feel like you need to update them on every little thing about your life. And, you know, before you know it, like you can still like catch up. Um, I I really depend on like what you define as like friend versus like best friend or like for lifer, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's pretty subjective because some people like they chat with, I don't know, their quote unquote friends for like years, but then, They don't call them their best friends, you know. Mm -hmm. I think it's just everyone has their own definition of what they want their friend to be like. So, you know, listen with your own values.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I also think you need to really realize is that, like, not every single friend you have can be your maid of honor or be your best man. <laughs> yes. Like that's what, like, really honestly, like you're you're going to have like one or two best friends and that's completely okay. Like as long as, you know, you're a good person, you check up on each other, like you can have friends in all different corners of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, It really just depends on like what you define as a friend and what lengths you're going to go to, to maintain that friendship. And remember friendship is not a one-way thing. It has to be like reciprocated
0: Yes. Yes. And I think that kind of leads into our next topic, which is about um, toxic friends versus genuine friends. Um, I just feel like a lot of times when you're involved in a toxic friendship, it usually becomes this one sided situation where you put in so much effort. The other person like rejects you more and like, yeah, when they talk badly about you. It's it's sad. Sorry, it's it, like it, 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 it hits different right now. <laughs> oh, are you going through something right now? No, it's just bringing back memories. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh. yeah, it's okay. We're all hurting. We're all hurting. Yes.
0: Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, so, um, have you had that experience with a toxic friend that you'd like to share?
1: Honestly, like I think it kind of came. I think I touched on this earlier where me and my friend many like we got to the point where we found out about each other's cores, like who we were as people and just like the beliefs and morals that we were raised with. Um, they contradicted. And I think instead of being open-minded and accepting of the other person's like personal opinions, we were very stubborn and it kind of Um, led to a lot of, like, backlash and, like, butting heads, and at that point, it was toxic, I think, on both ends, where we could never confront each other and really approach how we wanted to make the friendship work, and I think it hurts me to say that like my friend who was one of my best friends that I admired with my whole heart. Um, It hurts to say that that person hates me now, or I hate them because I mean, I'll always have love for the person, but I just think the way that it ended shouldn't have been that way. So I think it kind of came to the point where we both knew that the friendship wasn't going anywhere, but if I could go back in time and change the way that it ended, like I would completely do that because I still want to have the opportunity to check up on that person or ask them like how their life is and I think since then we kind of like stayed in our own different lanes where we're like okay you're gonna be in this extracurricular and I'm gonna be in this extracurricular and like we're just not going to even cross paths and it's funny because this person like you know they sit near me in some of my classes and it's kind of like you just ignore them you just like put up the law and you're like, I'm not even going to address that they exist anymore because you don't want to like, even like accept the fact that it's over or even, and this was years ago, like we kind of fell out of friendship, maybe like our sophomore year. And I have no idea how that person's doing in their life. Um, but there are times when I do like wish that the way that the toxic, like the toxicity left was like redone. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, definitely it sucks to see one of your closest friends become a stranger basically Mm -hmm. and like walking down the hallways and seeing like your (laughs) ex best friend Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's kind of weird to put it in that way but like it's kind of true um it 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 does break your heart a bit you're like oh all the good memories and now we don't talk to each other at all
1: Mm -hmm. I mean obviously like Not every friendship is going to end that way.
0: Right. I think
1: another thing when it comes to toxic friends, it's like, I think everyone, like as a human being, as like animals, we kind of have, like, we can tell when something's off. Like, you can kind of tell when you don't vibe with a person or when they don't like your presence or you don't like their presence.
0: Right. It's a gut feeling.
1: Exactly. And I think there's no use in trying to, like, keep pushing to make it work if you know, like, it's not, it's not working. And I think, honestly, losing toxic friends is just relieving. Um, You don't need them in your life. And they obviously can, like, they don't need you in their life either. So, yeah. And something that I've noticed with toxic friends, though, and I will add this, is that they seem to always talk about themselves. It's like they're the topic of conversation all the time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And you just kind of have to sound amused. You're like, you're like, yeah, I care so much. Mm-hmm. And then the second you try to like add anything about your life, they're like, okay, but back to me. And you're just like, oh, yeah. And you're just kind of, I think that's one type of toxic friend is just they just kind of dump everything on you and they just leave and they don't really care about you in the same sense.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. When people rant to you and then when you try to like share your feelings with them, they just completely ignore you.
1: Yeah, and I think that is just it's really sad because you really think like to them, like hold on, let me just re- rethink my thoughts. Um, like do you ever have those friendships where you're like, you are my best friend, but I am not your best friend? Like, do you do you ever have that feeling where like um yes? <laughs> like you wanna be able to think like we're each other but each other's best friends, but like the Yeah, I I think this happens in trios. There's always one person who's going to be left behind. Exactly. And there are times when you're like, is it me? Uh, I'm in a trio right now. Mm -hmm. And it's very different because we're all in different things, like different extracurriculars. So we really have to make the effort to hang out. And like you see the other two hang out without you or you're hanging out without one of them. And it's kind of like high school is not even over yet, but you can feel it like diminishing.
0: Yeah. You're just like waiting for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that sucks. And like sometimes when you're in that situation where, you know, you're not another person's number one, you're kind of just sitting there like, okay, so what now? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, you deserve more. But then also when you're in high school, it's kind of hard to find that ride or die, you know? So you kind of just have to go with the flow, deal with it, which sucks to say, by the way. But sometimes there are limited options.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you need to, I keep saying you need to realize, like a lot of people need to realize, I keep saying that. I feel like that's like my (laughs) statement or something. But I
0: think- A declaration.
1: Yeah, that's just like, in quotations, Katrina says you need to realize. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but honestly, there is more beyond high school. Your high school is what twenty five hundred people, two thousand people, like yeah, some are like, like maybe like
0: two hundred people yeah, exactly,
1: grades. and how many people are there in the world, like six billion? Mm-hmm. um there are friends to be made everywhere. you're not going to find your number one you can find your number one person in high school, but just because like if you haven't, don't feel like it's the end of the world because until it's the end of the world there are uh- five <laughs> there are six billion more people to get to
0: know. <laughs> That's a good dark turn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hashtag global warming. True. Save the planet, please.
1: Honestly. <laughs> but yes, like there are so many more people out there to make. So don't feel like you have to find your best friend in high school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I just think, you know, there are times when you're walking around and like you wish you had that person. Definitely. Yeah, it just gets lonely. Yeah. Are you okay, Katrina? <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I'm fine.
0: Yeah, I feel like walking around campus too, you see everyone in groups or like in pairs and they're like talking about things and you're kind of just walking alone with your textbooks and you don't want to seem awkward. You don't know where to look. That's such a weird feeling because you're just like, oh gosh, like I need to go to class ASAP. So I can yeah. do something. Yeah.
1: But honestly, like I have been in a situation almost where it was like the opposite, where like you are with this giant group of people and they're all friends and you just feel like you have to hang out with them or you have to be part of that group just to like you like you force yourself to fit in, but you don't. And it's kind of like you're just standing there and it's the same out of body experience where you're like, no one likes me or like I have no friends or And like, it's weird because you're surrounded by these people and they're like, oh, Katrina, you're our friend. Like, we're like, come to our party, come to this. But once you're there, it's just kind of like, why am I here? I don't fit in.
0: Exactly. There's a difference between being alone and feeling lonely because you can feel lonely in a crowd full of people, but you can not, you don't have to feel lonely when you're alone.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. That was really deep. that that should have been like an inspirational quote
0: (laughs) hallmark hire me honestly (laughs) and I think
1: like what's funny is a lot of people like when it comes to like popularity or whatever it's a lot of people would be like oh yeah Katrina like everyone knows you like you're known but it's like everyone knows you but no one knows you Mm
0: -hmm. you know I'm
1: saying and it's like it's weird when everyone like when people know your name and they know your face, but they associate everything with you to like one thing, but that's not who you are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just kind of like, you're like so frustrated yeah. because you feel like even your closest friends don't know you for who you are. And you've been friends with them for so long. And you're like, let me see your core. Like, let me find out who you are, like without school. like something that I really, I always say this, but like after high school, are you guys still going to be friends? So this includes like no extracurriculars. Like you're not forced to be around the same people all the time because in high in college, you're not going to be around the same people all the time. And so it's kind of like, are you going to be friends with me outside of my reputation? Like outside of what you think of me like do you even like me for who I am or do you like me for what others think of me and I think that's something that I have struggled with a lot in high school because like going into high school everyone had the oh are we, we're talking about like reputation now. We, like skipped. <laughs> but like going into high school people kind of already had this idea of me because I had two older siblings who were super involved in school. They were captains of like basketball and volleyball. They had the a group of friends. Um, like, you know, they were very like friendly and outgoing. And so when I came to high school, they're like, oh, there's another one. What is she going to be like? And they kind of assumed that I would be like exactly like my siblings. And number one when I wasn't like them they were like oh like kind of taken aback like oh she's similar but she's different and then as I started joining like my own things being involved in like my own extracurriculars like you kind of and something that I've noticed in high school is like you kind of get a like a reputation based off of what you're in so like yeah they're like, Oh, you're an ASB. Like you're the ASB girl. Or, Oh, you, you are in mock trial. You're like in mock trial or you're in robotics. You must be so smart. And like all of these different things. And that's kind of like when, by the time you're a senior, you've been involved in things all four years. And that's kind of like your claim to fame. Like that's how everyone knows you. And so when you try to go out of your way to make new friends or meet new people, it's kind of like, they're like, oh, I don't want to be your friend. Or like, oh, I don't. Oh my goodness. Something that people have told me is like, oh, Katrina, I never would have expected you to be like a genuine human being. And I never expected you to actually care about people. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? And they're like, oh, like, I just didn't think that like you'd have a heart or that you (sighs) actually did your work because like you like people. And I was like, hold on. Like, I'm still a person. I'm still a, I'm still a kid. I'm still a child. Like,
0: oh my god yeah uh, uh, I mean I don't even want to know who that's horrible
1: (laughs) no but it's like like some of my closest friends like I don't I didn't really like it's different because um for me I always knew that people would associate me with the things that I'm in like being an ASB, like it has its reputation already. And people are like, oh, ASB, like they don't do work. Like they're just in it for clout and all of these things. And so that was always associated with me and that's fine. But then when I made friends, they're like, oh, I never thought I'd be friends with you. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean by that? And they're like, oh, look, like I just didn't think you had a personality. And I'm like, oh, oh
0: my God,
1: thanks. And I was like, why do you think that? They're like, oh, well, just because you're an ASB. And I'm just like, like thanks thank you so much like is that that's like a backhanded compliment for real
0: right no I, I don't even think that's a compliment at all yeah Like it's it kind of sucks a lot yeah or like even
1: with like sports I think at our school like the sport that really dominates is like basketball like the basketball kids and like the volleyball kids like they're always a group even yeah. though both teams don't really like they're not that amazing. Like for some reason, they're just like the social butterfly. I think not everyone wants to be them, but everyone knows them. Right. And like, so I think like trying to fit into that mold and like, just trying to be like, you know, trying to be part of them. Like everyone has like their reputation. And I think I was always associated with them But it was like every time I hung out there, it was like, I don't belong here and I don't fit in. And when I actually went out of my way to go meet friends, like meet people in the pandemic, it was like, I mean, it was different because honestly, for me, making friends in the pandemic was a lot better because no one saw who I was at school. And like, yeah, people had an idea of who I was, but it wasn't like
0: noticeable because they actually got to see, like meet me for who I am. So Right, exactly. And I feel like when you have that sort of reputation, and it's not even just you have to be the popular kid in order to relate to this, you can have the reputation of being the quiet one in class, Mm -hmm. or being the class clown, you know, it's both both ends of the spectrum. When you have that reputation at school, it's even harder for you to make friends just because you need to be the one taking the initiative. To start a conversation that gets people thinking of you in another way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what's interesting is this is something that I wrote about in my college apps. So if you guys want ideas, <laughs> so no, but what I wrote about in my college apps, the UC prompt was like um I describe a leadership experience that like you influence others or change the group over time, something like that. And I was at the point where I felt obligated to write about ASB because like, you know, ASB president or like volleyball captain or whatever, like I had so many different leadership, leadership thing. I did air quotes, by the way, for those.
0: <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> see unquote, me. Leadership. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I had so many different quote unquote like leadership responsibilities that I was a part of and activities and things where like club pres- I was like peer counseling club president and volleyball captain and ASB president and I was like oh I can write about any of these things but I felt obligated to write about ASB I like sat down and I tried writing my essay and I was like nothing is coming out and it's almost be- came to the point where I, like leadership kind of felt like something that I had to do and it was like suffocating because every time like a new leadership opportunity would arise I think I was almost expected to take it and like expected to be the leader and so in my essay like it was kind of like the my take on it which I don't know if this is going to work in my favor (laughs) but my take on it was like I am a leader like innately like who I am as a human being is a leader at school it was skewed like the definition of a leader wasn't what it should have been um and because of that like everyone made leadership my identity and it came to the point where it was detrimental because I couldn't make time for myself, I couldn't make time for the people I cared about. And the people that I cared about didn't care about me. That sounds so, so many words, the people I cared about didn't care about me for who I am, like they cared about me, because of the reputation that I had. And it was almost like, what is my reputation? And why isn't it who I am?
0: Right? Exactly. But it's also because you have so many different responsibilities and commitments. It's hard for you to show who you really are because you have that role to fulfill Mm -hmm. you know like if you're if you're ASB president you can't really just go goofing around and be like hey guys I am actually this quite silly person but then like you have to you have to actually do work you know you can't Mm just laugh all day and I think
1: that's where it's very like give and take because Mm -hmm. like I have friends in ASB and they'd come up to me and they'd be like, I hate you in ASB. Like, I hate who you are in ASB. And I'm like, well, I don't know how I'm supposed to take that because the person that I am at school is very different from the person who I am outside of school. And, you know, a lot of people say like with leadership, you have to be very transparent. But if I were to show who I was, like outside of school, like they're going to see someone who's like, very like silly and like doesn't really take things seriously and like loves to like talk all the time but at school I think I have to be very like this like I'm like these are all the different things that I have to do like very checklist almost political in the sense like when I meet friends is I'm just like oh hi I'm Katrina it's nice to meet you I'm AC president and it's like it became my identity like that person that I was showing to others like became who I was. And it was so annoying because coming back from the pandemic, like you want to be yourself. And I think that was very eye-opening for me because in the pandemic, I didn't really have as many responsibilities. And I my friends that I met during that time knew me for who I really am. But the second we came back to the school setting, it was kind of like, whoa, who are you? And what have you done with our
0: friend? Let's wrap this up. I just want to say thank you so much for having this conversation with me, Katrina. Oh, yes. To everyone listening, I hope you found this relatable and can kind of help you reflect a little bit about your life and your friendship, the, all the relationships you've had. Um, do you want to plug your social media? Oh, my social? Um,
1: sure. It's katrina.manaya on
0: Instagram. <laughs> Be sure to follow my Instagram at the Study Break podcast, as well as tuning into your favorite podcast app. Follow Study Break there and listen to a new episode every Tuesday. Thank you all so much for listening and have a great day. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.